Well, President Biden is um, encountering um, a great many challenges, uh, both internally and externally, as we all know. And um, I think fundamentally what he wants is to ensure stability in the Middle East, to repair relations with uh, Gulf Coast countries which have frayed um, over the past few months or perhaps even longer, um, definitely not to achieve any jump-starting of peace talks uh, between Israelis and Palestinians. Uh, that's pretty much off the table and pretty much explicitly. Um, the regional security interests of the United States um, are very much at stake here, and I think that's the primary purpose of the visit. However, it does represent something of a U-turn, doesn't it, for President Biden? He himself uh, declared Saudi Arabia as a pariah state following the incidents in the uh, the uh, Saudi consulate in Istanbul. Um, and now he's going um, to the Saudi capital, Riyadh. It's, it's quite a U-turn, isn't it? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, there's a gulf, um, excuse the pun, separating... Um, what Biden sounded like during the campaign and how he is handling uh, Gulf Coast affairs um, as president. And it's it really uh, works to um, show us uh, once again how committed the United States is to its interests and how ready it is to put aside human rights considerations, ideas, ideals, um, the very things that Biden said were going to take center stage in his foreign policy as president, all of these have been shoved aside in the interest of ensuring um, the United States' global standing and its particular security interests vis-a-vis uh, -vis, uh, Saudi Arabia and, and neighboring states. And, of course, U.S. economic interests. He wants the Saudis to boost um, oil production and therefore hopefully bring down the price of petrol for the uh, U.S. consumer. Right. Saudi Arabia and, and other uh, countries in the region have not uh, helped the United States uh, manage its interests uh, during the Russia-Ukraine war. And President Biden wants to change that and wants to um, enlist these countries for more active support in American interest, be it uh, increasing production or a more consistent and affirmative stand vis-a-vis -vis Russia. Um, whether he is going to be able to achieve that, I don't know. I agree with you that it is in some ways uh, kind of shocking to see the President of the United States come in um, almost with cap in hand, right, to countries that uh, uh, are not the United States equal. Uh, but that the United States uh, acutely needs at this particular moment. Has this upset the uh, radical wing within the Democratic Party? Yeah, there's a lot of criticism um, over Biden's uh, trip to Saudi Arabia, in particular by human rights organization and their benefactors uh, in, in uh, congressional politics. Uh, for sure, I mean, there's something uncanny um, in, in this, uh, what we expect to be a display of um, diplomacy and attempt to to, to uh, reassert um, the alliance between the United States 
and and uh, the, these uh, Gulf countries, which are all authoritarian, all deny basic human rights to women, to immigrants, um, all stand very much uh, in opposite to what the United States stands for. But once again, the United, United States foreign policy is always directed at and centered on American interests. And if interests uh, are at stake, then ideals are, are going to be set aside. With so much going on in the U.S., whether it's Roe versus Wade, the, the war in Ukraine, how to react to that, the uh, uh, very serious inflationary problems, it's doubtful this visit will even um, get much attention with the American public. Yeah, I mean, the visit to Israel and, and uh, the Palestinian territories is essentially getting no attention. The, the part of it that seems to be more... Um, appealing to, to U.S. media as, as a subject for, for coverage is indeed the, the Saudi uh, Arabia part of it. Um, but it's true, you know, Americans have never been uh, very interested in foreign affairs other than when it, they touch their own lives through wars or uh, events like 9-11. Um, the issues at stake right now, like you say, are the runaway inflation and uh, the culture wars uh, surrounding the Dobbs decision and uh, other decisions that mark a radically conservative path um, for the United States in coming years. And uh, these things matter to Americans more than uh, what goes on in the Middle East. Uh, perhaps the price of oil, uh, which translates, of course, to the price of gas at the pump, um, makes more of a difference. But uh, this is just one piece of the economic troubles that America, like other world countries, is facing. So for sure, this is not a moment in which the American public is focused on foreign affairs and definitely not on the Middle East. Finally, briefly, just on the Palestinian track, you said we can't expect any major breakthrough. We know that President Biden favors the two-state solution. The U.S. wanted to open the uh, reopen the consulate in East Jerusalem. It looks as if this won't happen. Yeah, I mean, President Biden um, is is not following President Trump Trump's path in terms of uh, its his Palestinian policy. Um, it's definitely been much softer, and the Palestinians definitely have an ear um, in in the White House um, as they did not have uh, during the Trump uh, administration era. But at the end of the day, I think, again, being a pragmatist and a realist, uh, President Biden understands that the Israeli public is not invested at the moment in uh, resolving the Palestinian-Israeli um, conflict, and uh, it's just not on the table for the United States. Uh, there's no point in investing time, energy, or political capital in trying to broker a deal that will never come through. And so the kind of apathy and pessimism that characterize um, uh, Israel-Palestine uh, on the ground, I think, translates pretty well to the, how the administration in Washington sees it.